0: This is
1: Radioactive, and now for the very first time in the station's long and prestigious history, we enter the world of radio vision as our breakfast show is transmitted live simultaneously on radio and TV. Your presenters are Mike Flex and Anna adapter, with an introductory vote of thanks from Radioactive Chairman Sir Norman Tonsil.
2: Welcome to Radioactive's first Radiovision breakfast show. Now, when the idea of this breakfast link-up was first put to me, I knew that I had a team at Radioactive who could be put on the job immediately. Who better than Nigel Pry to analyse the events of the day? Well, almost anyone, you'd probably say, and you'd be absolutely right. The man is a complete cabbage head. <laughs> I've never seen a clearer case of lights on nobody home. And... Uh, <laughs> How about Uncle Mike Stand, an imbecile, a man barely house trained? <laughs> or Mike Channel, a prize noddy if ever I saw one, a man who has clearly resigned himself to his fate, but sadly not as yet from his job. <laughs> or Mike Flex, a cocky, off the wrist sort of a tosspot. <laughs> and of course, let's not forget the woman, an adapter, a fathead with a backside to match. <laughs> you really like this break for show? <laughs>
0: Yes, thank you, Sir Norman, and welcome. Well, we're very pleased to have as our first guest on our very first breakfast radio vision show, the Bishop of Luton. Hello. Hello. And we'll be with him in a minute, but before that, let's get straight on with our most <laughs> important item. Early
3: morning.
4: Morning, off to the snap, crackle, pop start with new crunchy wheat flakes. Just pour on the milk and listen to that snap, crackle, pop sound. <laughs> crunchy wheat flakes. That's the one to give the troops. <laughs> Hello, Mary. Hello, June. Oh. How are you today, Mary? Oh, not very well. Uh. Oh, dear. What's the matter? I've got a little touch of indigestion. Uh. Have you got any symptoms, Mary? Yes. Uh. What are they, Mary? My feet ache.
3: <laughs> and I can't stop belching.
4: Uh. Oh, yes. Well, you need new karma-tum.
3: New karma-tum? Uh. <laughs> yes,
4: new karma-tum clears up your tum in no time at all.
3: Right, well, I'll just go and uh. get some clothes.
0: Karma-tum clears up your tum in no time at all.
4: Hello, Mary. Oh, hello, June. You look well. Thanks to karma-tum. With karma-tum, I haven't built for a week. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Radioactive's Radiovision Breakfast Show. With us as our guest this morning is the Bishop of Luton. Hello. Hello. And the Bishop is here to talk about the problem of preserving church buildings on insufficient funds, about ecumenical shifts in the clergy, and to help us pick out the lucky bingo cards. Well, that's all coming up later in the show. Stay with us, Bishop. But for now, over here is our resident songster, Philip Persigo. And uh, he made such a hit, you may remember, with his satirical songs in last year's Oxford Review. Philip will be here throughout the show to poke light-hearted fun at some of our guests. And first off, he's got a ditty, I believe, composed on the spot in honour of the bishop.
1: Said the venerable dean of St Paul's, concerning them cracks in the walls. Do you think it would
0: do if we filled them with glue? And the bishop of Luton said, thank you very much, Philip (laughs) Percy, And we'll be hearing more from him later on. Well, while we're here in the nice warm breakfast studio, the grand old man Mike Channel, you may remember he used to host what is now my show, (laughs) is out and about. In fact, he was sent out long before any of us got up, and for the last three hours, he's been standing on the flyover, ready to give us today's traffic report. So how's the traffic situation
2: on this lovely sunny morning? On this bitterly cold and rainy morning, Mike. It's sunny according to the weatherman, Mike. Oh, well, please don't take my word for it. After all, I've only been standing out in it for the last three hours. Well, how's the traffic, anyway? Well, I must say it was a brilliant move to send me out here at five o'clock this morning, because uh, if I'd come much later, I might have missed the first car of the day, which sped past me at twenty past six. <laughs> have there been any delays, Mike? Uh, yes, there have been some enormously long delays between cars. Uh, for... <laughs> I've been at a complete standstill, stuck up here like a lemon, waiting for them to come. Welcome
1: to Radio Actors, Radio Vision Breakfast Show.
4: Welcome back. With us is our guest, the Bishop of Luton. Hello.
3: <laughs>
4: and songster, Philip Persigo. And I'm pleased to welcome a very special guest now, fashion expert, Ferdinand Banks. Good morning. Perhaps we'll forego the pleasure of a song from Philip Persigo about Mr. Banks, who's come here to look at some of the
2: fashion <laughs> We
4: may be wearing this season.
2: Uh, That's right.
4: Well, our models are all ready to come on, so let's start with this one, then.
2: Ah, yes.
4: Mmm, it is, isn't it?
2: Mmm.
4: What about this next one? Yes.
2: Yes. 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 And now this one, so simple... Hmm, well, you don't think it's too plain? Uh, no, no, it's got restraint and dignity, I think. Um, a lovely purple dress with a white collar in excellent taste round the neck and set off with a lovely ornamental medallion in the shape of a cross. Is that the Dior collection?
4: Uh, no, that's the Bishop of Luton. Hello! <laughs> Well,
2: thank you
0: very much, Ferdinand yeah, Banks. Please stay around. Uh, thank you, Philip Persico. Till the end of the show, plenty more to come here on the Radio Vision Breakfast Show, the show that gives you better news, fuller weather reports, and fatter and camper astrologers than any other breakfast <laughs> show.
3: Why sleep from your eyes. The plaque stains from your teeth. up the first cigarette of the day. Listen to, to our breakfast show.
0: Mmm, Tom Waits there helping us out with a cheery good morning. <laughs> oh, we've been joined now on the uh, breakfast show by agony aunt Anna Rabies.
4: Hello, Mike. <laughs> well, what better time than a bright summer's morning just as the sun is coming out to talk about morning sickness? <laughs> And I'll be doing that a little later on.
0: Ah, uh, good. Yes. I'll also
4: be looking at the nutritional benefits of various breakfast foods, talking about how to get a healthy balance of vitamins and fibres, mm-hmm. and demonstrating how to make yourself sick when you get a gristly bit of bacon stuck down your throat. Oh, God! But uh, first off today, I'm looking at babies and some of their problems. I've got one here with its mother. Now, uh, what's wrong with this one? Does it keep being sick? No. Well, it should do. It's very good for babies to be sick. Is it? Yes, it's very easy to make it sick. Here, let me just... Uh, Anna, Anna. Uh, all right, uh, I'll do it as soon as the program's finished. Uh, now, what's wrong with the eyes? Uh, why are they all closed up like that? Well, it's sleep. Uh, sleeping sickness, eh? Well, the thing to do is to wake them up by giving them a vigorous shake, like this. There we are. Now he's wide awake, looking around the studio with a nice big smile. <laughs> And if you want to put him back to sleep again, then it's very simple. You just hold him tightly but firmly in one hand and fling him against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, fast asleep again. As you can see, if the uh, bishop would be so kind as to pass him back from right the there, corner of the studio, now how to make him sick when he's
3: asleep. Welcome
1: to Radio Act, to Radio Vision Breakfast Show.
0: Well, it's time to welcome back the old man of the airwaves, Mike Channel, who's come into the studio hot foot from the motorway or evidently freezing cold and slightly damp foot from the motorway. (laughs) Great. And is now ready to give us this morning's store guide. Hello, Mike.
2: Well, the news, I can tell you, Mike, is that Willoughby's department store, along with all the other stores I trailed around this morning, have on special offer an opening time of 9am. Which uh, makes it all the more baffling why I should be sent there at half past four. Anyway, uh, here I am. The main news item of the day is clearly the new level of unemployment. And uh, we're very pleased to have with us the MP Sir Hugh Tucker.
1: There was an MP named
2: Maka, who was known uh, to Yes, be- thank you, uh, Philip Persico. Uh, Sir so, so Hugh has uh, come to the breakfast studio straight from an all-night sitting in the House of Commons. Is that right, Sir so Hugh? Yes. yes, that's
0: right. It's been the hell of a sitting.
2: <laughs> yes, now what about these uh, unemployment figures? What about these unemployment figures? Yes, are they too high? Are they too high?
3: <laughs>
2: what do you think? I think... I think it's time for a little thinking. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so if you uh, first thinking. discuss these unemployment figures, though. No, I must see. It's on a radio, isn't it? Uh, no, but no. this no. programme is going out on television. Perhaps I'd better go and put some trousers on. <laughs> well, <clears throat> maybe we'll come back to Sir Hugh Tucker. That was really. name, of uh, Yes, thank you. Uh, in, in the meantime, uh, let's go over to an adapter on the other side of the studio.
4: Well, here in the corner of the uh, studio... Ow! I'm sorry, Bishop, if you could just move up a bit. I have our cookery expert, Tiny Puff. Uh, Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Tony, Po. Well, what have you got for us today?
1: Today, I've got blanc de volaille au sabayon de poireaux. Uh,
4: that's a recipe, is it?
1: Uh, yes, that's chicken breast stuffed and perfumed with leeks in a truffle sauce. Mmm, a truffle sauce. Mm.
4: And this is the truffle here,
1: is it? Yes, it's very special. We only use a very little to add a very special note to the recipe. Can I just try a tiny piece? Well, yes, just a little, perhaps.
4: Mmm, <laughs> mmm. Oh, it's delicious, mm. delicious. Yeah. Try a bit of truffle. Mmm,
1: mm. mm. isn't that good? Mm. So, thank you. Have a bit of truffle. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Mm. If I could uh, just. Oh, is it shallots? Uh, yes, they are used to... The f- Bishop, shallot.
3: Oh, thank you, yes. Mm, uh, Sir Hugh, shallot. Mm,
1: if, if I might uh, mm. start the... A glass of wine, anyone,
4: Bishop? Sir <laughs> <laughs> Hugh? Nah, that's just, uh,
1: A bit more truffle, anyone? If I might start <laughs> the... Uh, What's that over there? That is raw, uncooked chicken. You no, won't what? like it. No, raw, <laughs> uncooked
4: chicken, anyone, Bishop? Yes, thank no. you very much. Oh, please... Ah,
1: Is there any more truffle? Any more truffle, Tony? No, there's no more truffle, there's no more shallots, no more chicken, and no more recipe. Well,
4: thank you very much for that recipe. Perhaps Philip Persigo has done a song about it.
1: This recipe made out of chicken reminds me of stuffing. Yes,
4: I was rather afraid he might have done. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to tuck into my good old English breakfast of blood pudding and bubble and squeak as we hear the latest hit from new romantic group, Spangled Belly.
1: When you write song lyrics, it's hard to begin Cause rhymes make your choice of words small Oh good, the last two lines I've written Fit in,
3: perhaps it's not so hard after all, in fact, there's a, a classical style Operatic and Tone. Songs of concern for those in distress. Over three million people unemployed. And have you seen the ghastly way that they dress? So smart up. <laughs> you don't have to be passe to way that old side die. Smart enough. <laughs> With a tie, wear a nice clean shirt and tie. Smartened up, Slug up. Remember,
1: you could be as famous as me if you'd only wear some decent clothes. Remember, the pen is mightier than the sword.
3: If you shove it up, the other guy's nose. Life
1: is so sad because this world's a mess It's tragic that nobody cares Millions of people not so unlucky as
3: us Those poor souls who are still wearing furs.
1: There's something serious I'd like to say But
3: for the moment it's just slipped my mind Why is it hard for me to write the next line? da need i dum da to do. Da-da-da Smart enough You don't have to be passe You don't have to be a square Smart enough If you want to look outré But on nice clean underwear Smart enough Smart enough Smart enough
0: Thank you, Spangled Belly. Do stick around. Uh, just take a couple of cushions and make yourself comfortable over by the wall. Oh! Mind the bishop, of course.
4: With us this morning, we have our guest, the Bishop of Luton. Hello. The Fashion expert, Ferdinand Banks, Spangled Belly, and a warm, warm welcome to our special guest of the day and very popular former heavyweight champion of Great Britain, Henry Cropper. Henry, a lot of people would say that boxing is a dangerous sport because it can damage the brain. Uh, did that ever worry you in your days in the ring? <laughs> um, Henry, how long is it since you were in the ring?
3: Yeah, 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 all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah, yeah, my ears ring all the time. Oh, yeah, do they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah,
4: yeah. but can you tell me the last yeah. time you were... Yeah, I uh... keep
3: answering the telephone by mistake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But
4: yeah. your last fight yeah, it's was Yeah, there's never anyone really...
3: there now, you know, yeah. Where? Yeah, on the phone. Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being such a marvellous guest, Henry. It's been terribly interesting. Oh,
3: there it goes. Where's the phone? Hello. Uh, Do hang around till the end of the programme.
4: And in the meantime, perhaps Philip Persigo has had time to make (laughs) up a little ditty.
1: There once was a boxer called Cropper, whose private parts were.
4: Thank you very much, Philip. (laughs) Whopper. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Uh, Bishop, boxing.
1: Uh, Here on the television. We're on the radio, there's no escaping Radioactive's breakfast show.
0: We've been joined in the studio now by someone who has very bravely come along today to talk about a serious personal problem that may perhaps affect many of us. And in respect of her wishes to remain anonymous, we have agreed that on this Radio Vision show she will not be identified and will only be shown in silhouette. Also, to preserve her anonymity from those simply listening on radio, we will not actually hear her voice so Mrs X thank you for coming tell me how did it start Mm-hmm. yes I suppose it would be but did you I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt uh, mm, mm, mm. The, the cleaning bills must have been enormous whipped I presume I-, I presume the cream was whipped before... I... <laughs> yes. Mm. Well, it's a tragic story, but I hope that your coming here to tell us has helped those who might find themselves in a similar position. Thank you very much, and do please hang around till the end of the programme, Mrs Harrison. Radio! Radio Arts
3: Review!
4: Each week around this time, we'll be bringing you news on the cinema scene with our resident critic, Sebastian Walling. Hello.
1: So, what films have you seen this week? Well, dozens, my dear. I mean, really. Yes, but which ones are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about three altogether, all of them fine examples of the director's stylistic attributes. I see. So, which first? Uh, the first is Visconti. Ah, yes. Excellent. Mm.
4: And who directed that? <laughs>
1: uh, uh, Visconti.
4: Oh, he directed it as well. Very talented man. Mm. The second film?
1: Uh, the second film I saw was The Work of a Madman. You didn't like it? No, the title was The Work of a Madman. Oh,
4: wow. What a
1: coincidence. What?
4: So, who directed that
1: one? Uh, that was directed by Jean-Luc Godard. Oh, wonderful. Yes, a quite unique director. And
4: uh, how does it rate with her other ones?
1: Uh, Jean-Luc Godard is a man.
4: Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, and uh, quite a unique one, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, so, what uh, What about the third film?
1: This uh, was directed by Bunuel.
4: Right, well, maybe you could tell us a little bit about it.
1: Picture, if you will, a vast phallus in the middle of a deserted wasteland. I'm sorry?
4: Are we still talking about the film? <laughs> Yes, of course. Ah.
1: A naked man enters on horseback, drinks from an oasis, and exits crawling. This is how the film starts? No, this is the entire plot. And it runs at? It... Four and a half hours. I see. <laughs> Nothing else happens. Imagine in your mind six middle-aged people ripping off their clothes and beating their heads on the ground until they're unconscious. This is another scene. No, this is what the critics did at the preview. And oh, now, rubble active for a Commercial time. What do people think about Nutty Chalk?
0: Oh, uh, really great. Keeps you going. Oh, jolly tasty. Makes a good snack. I mean, it's filling.
2: Yeah.
1: I have one with morning coffee. Delicious. Just a job if you're fully isn't it?
4: Super pick-me-up. Love the hazelnuts. Knock
2: out!
0: There's only one word for it. Scrum for In my opinion, it's the best chocolate bar on the market.
2: Nutty Choc. I reckon they squeeze it out of a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nutty Choc. Only one person in ten realises they squeeze it out of a dog.
4: My <laughs> <laughs> Tiddles really loves his Cato snack. Cato snack is definitely the best cat food around. Tiddles wouldn't touch any other cat food than me. Cat snack, in my opinion. Utter snack. Jumps of real beef in every snack is favourite. Hunt his Cato. Twice a day loves it. Thing everything. Meaty Cato. Tiddles? Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> tiddles. Other cat food, so catosnap. Old oh, tiddles. Meaty. Young. He wouldn't eat anything else. Catosnap.
0: <laughs> well, Radioactive is expanding all the time, and it's soon to be opening up a new religious department, which should be lots of fun. And the man in charge of all this, who's popped in to spread the word, no doubt, is here now, the Right Reverend James Wright. Hi there, how are you doing?
2: Um, I'm very well, thank you. That's
0: great, good news. So, Jim. Tell me, how did it it all start? Sorry? Uh, How did it all start, this Christianity bit?
2: Um, Well, I suppose it all started, as you put it, uh, with the birth of Jesus Christ, our Mm -hmm. Saviour.
0: So he was very much the inspiration behind the whole thing, was he? (laughs) But of course, like so many cult heroes, his work wasn't really appreciated during his lifetime. Is this true?
2: Uh, well, he had a small band of followers, his disciples. Yeah, but
0: he didn't receive the international acclaim he fairly deserved.
2: Look, this isn't some sort of pop celebrity we're talking about. This man was the moral and religious leader of the Christian movement.
0: Ah, and, of course, in many ways that's bigger, right? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I read somewhere that he once fed a whole crowd of people with just five loaves and two fishes. Uh, well, that's the feeding of the 5,000. Right, right, great, mm-hmm. great. So, so so, is that something you now include in your act?
2: I'm your minister of the
0: cloth. Oh, right, it's sermons with you, right? What? Okay, well, many thanks for popping in, Jim. And uh, I take it you're plugging this book here you bought. The book's called uh, The Bible, and it's available in hardback and paperback, priced... um... Outrageous. Oh, well, it's a bit expensive, evidently. But, uh, well, it looks like a damn good read. Lots of fun there, okay. Thanks, Reverend Jim. Stick around for a bit. Oh, no, you're not allowed to, are you? Okay, stick around for a cup of coffee, then. Right. (laughs) Well, I know that the topic of religion is particularly dear to one of our guests here today. And, uh, of course, that's, uh, that's our weatherman. Any thoughts on religion? Oh, uh, no. no. Oh, well, no. Perhaps
2: I could... Yes, just... Bishop,
0: we'll be bringing you in in a minute, but uh, when we come round to a suitable topic. First, today's... <laughs> today's news headlines. And looking at today's papers Well the mirror leads with the main story this morning Another 500,000 unemployed Thatcher must go Well the mail puts it uh, slightly differently Uh, Maggie keeps rise in unemployment Down to (laughs) 500,000 The Times takes its usual Controversial stance Jobless up by 500,000 Margaret Thatcher lives at number 10 Downing Street (laughs) The Telegraph is up to the minute as ever Germany invades Poland The Guardian reads five and lastly perhaps the most impartial view is taken by the Star 500,000 unemployed sexy starbird shag's vicar
3: Mmm, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the wind
4: glorious Well, one of my favorite childhood memories was of seeing the marvelous Howard Hall belting out the title song of Oklahoma in that marvelous movie of the same name. Well, I'm delighted to say that he's here in Britain to appear in yet another revival of Oklahoma, and he's here as our special... Special guest today, Howard Hall. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Radioactive's Breakfast Show. Why, thank you. Howard, it's over 30 years since you first mm-hmm. played the part, isn't it?
3: Yep, that's right, yep. You
4: must be able to play it in your sleep now. You've done it so
3: <laughs> often. <laughs> well, I guess that's true, you know. But, Anna, there's no thrill to me like the curtain coming up, uh, the orchestra starting and my stepping forward and opening my mouth to sing that marvellous number, uh, the title song of the show, uh, the famous one, uh... <laughs> the, the, well, thingy, you know, uh... Oklahoma. Oklahoma, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, perhaps you could let us hear just a snatch of that marvellous song. Well,
3: my voice isn't quite what it was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the chorus? All right, yeah, OK. <clears throat> oh, 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 oh. When the wind comes whistling through the trees and the corn grass is as high as the. When when the wind. No, hang on, when the wind comes.
4: Thank you very much for coming along here today, Howard Hall, to revive my childhood memories and to shatter them in such a comprehensive way. Perhaps our resident songster, Philip Persigo, has had time to compose a little song in your honor.
1: Mm. There once was a singer called Hall who was only equipped with one. Thank
4: you very much, Philip.
0: Well, we're coming near to the end of The Breakfast Show, and uh, we end, as always, with our morning workout. And with us to do the workout is Mad Hattie.
4: Right. This morning's exercises are for the hips and legs. And if you like, you can do these in pairs. I often find that it helps to be in pairs for this exercise. So lie down on your back with your feet about a hip's width apart. And... Oh. Right and push up with your buttocks. One, two, three. Come on, all of you can join in. Find a space and everyone in the studio get down on the floor. That's it. Part your knees and lift your buttocks. Come on, Mike.
2: Uh, my trousers are a bit tight. Too. and Nonsense, you can
4: get down on the floor by Anna. Right, good. Never mind about that. Now push for a count of three. That's it. Come on, Mike and Anna, push a little harder now. Good a little faster, good, that's good, come on, Bishop, push as hard as you like, that's it again, good, yes, good, yes, good, oh, good, that's good, Bishop, keep your head down now, can you feel your buttocks tensing, that's it, feel the buttocks, good, good, now feel your own buttocks, to you, you shouldn't really be doing all that without a partner, all right, and slow down, but don't overdo it, Bishop. You should be relaxing now. And stop. Excellent. Right, you can all get up now. That's it. You can get up now, Bishop. Bishop. A bi- oh.
1: Welcome to Radio Act Radio Vision Breakfast Show.
0: <clears throat> oh, well, that seems to be about it for our first Radio Vision Breakfast Show. It's been a marvellous occasion, only slightly marred by the unfortunate accident that's just happened to the Bishop of Luton, <laughs> uh, which has left rather a sour taste in the mouth. Unlike <laughs> champagne. <laughs> Cheers. And
4: as we continue our celebration, all that remains is to say goodbye and thank you to our many guests who have all volunteered to stay with us this morning.
0: Especially, of course, the late Bishop of Luton. <laughs>
2: Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Jeffrey Perkins, Philip Pope, and Michael Fenton Stevens. Music was by Steve Brown and Philip Pope. And the programme was written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins, with additional material by John Cantor. The producer was Jamie Ricks. That concludes Radioactive's experimental Radio Vision link-up. We hope Radio 4 listeners at home have enjoyed it as much as the Radio Vision viewers. And all that remains is to say to our viewers, farewell and thanks for joining us, and to Radio 4 listeners...